Hello and welcome to Friday. This is uh, the Slackline Call of the Day podcast here. You are here with uh, the boss. The boss is coming! That's a made up dumb fairy tale name, you and uh and we are at friday our first friday and so we're gonna do one of my favorite quotes today uh we will be uh we will be back on sunday with uh with the full version of the slack line with uh jay wow and our guests are ken dressen and uh jordan vasquez uh talking about their new movie mailman uh coming out soon uh i've seen a an early cut of it uh really really funny uh, those guys are hilarious, so make sure to tune in on, on Sunday. Uh, but first, uh, we'll get to our sponsor. That sponsor is uh, the Einstein Box. Uh, been told to think outside the box. Uh, place the Einstein Box anywhere in your home, and you'll always be thinking outside the box. Uh, that is the Einstein Box. I'm pretty sure that's just a cardboard box that you can put somewhere in your house. Uh, but, uh, but they're paying our bills, so, uh, so we're, we're hawking them on the air. Uh, yeah, I'm speaking a little low and sexy today because Lambo, the roommate's back in town and he is, uh, right across the hall from me, probably trying to sleep. He can probably hear me anyways, but, uh, uh, we'll try to keep it down for him. All right, so the coffee is, uh, well, it's lukewarm, but, uh, but we're going to get going here. So our quote today, it comes to us from, uh, George Bernard Shaw. Uh, Irish Nobel Prize winning playwright. The reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Um, I like this quote. I think it's it's I'm using it for for Friday because it's uh it's probably one of my favorites. Uh, to me, it, it just it goes along with our sponsor, I guess. It, it, it talks about, you know, thinking outside the box, thinking, um, uh, you know, that, that people that don't follow the, the regular path are the ones that end up actually changing, changing, uh, you know, how we operate, changing what they wanted to change. Um, I remember one of my bosses having uh, or seeing a seminar with the, the founder of Uber, and he, uh, he talked about how he he didn't you know go out like trying to invent like the next great app so he could get rich or whatever like that wasn't his intention he was living in san francisco and uh he whenever he ordered a cab he would go and wait for it on the street and there would be like multiple cabs that would go past him uh and he'd you know kind of wonder himself why why he couldn't just take one of these cabs so he started doing it and then he eventually got blacklisted by every uh, cab company in San Francisco because because uh, he kept calling and then just taking whatever cab came first and he's just like there has to be like a better system here uh, and so he he came up with Uber and uh, and and boom like it changes things right you know same thing with Facebook like you know he wasn't trying to 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 you know make as much money as possible he was he he you know saw an interesting idea and he he executed it and. Uh, that's that's just kind of what people do when uh, when they're thinking in a different way than 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 everybody else because uh if they weren't thinking in a different way then then somebody else would have done it already and and so uh it, it seems like those types of people are the ones that end up end up actually like changing things if you want to go back to uh people like like Tesla and people like Einstein and stuff like like they were different different people man like they were you'd have to be right you'd have to be uh sort of unreasonable to uh to insist that 
you can provide free uh, energy to the world by wirelessly transmitting mass amounts of, of electricity like yeah that sounds that sounds nuts right so uh, this is uh, it's what the what the quote I think kind of references and I don't think it's really one of those things that means like unable like people that aren't able to see reason like will disagree with things that are true um, but maybe more look at like bringing different perspectives to things that uh, that people wouldn't have thought of before i told a story uh not yesterday but the day before about my my buddy and his uh his boss who who you know demeaned uh, an employee who had an out outside the outside of the uh, outside of the box idea and uh he um you know the conversation stops there if people if people shut those people down (coughs) rather than allowing them you know, to to provoke interesting discussion or 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 take uh take ideas in different directions that people that are thinking reasonably uh inside the box uh you know you just don't get down that path. Not that it's necessarily uh the best path or the right path all the time. <coughs> just that it will it can uh, it can just bring you down different avenues that you never thought that uh that an idea could take you and so uh in that way i think that yeah progress does does depend on on kind of the unreasonable people the people that are willing to to look at something and be like okay well we've been doing it this way but why can't we just do it this way and everybody else going like well because it's completely unreasonable like you couldn't you couldn't build a train that goes under the english channel like you couldn't build a subway system under new york city like no those things are unreasonable and so uh but then people do them and uh you know eventually i (coughs) i saw this is kind of a an out there example there was a a skateboarder um let's see if i can get his name i can remember actually ali uh bulala who uh who took on this 25 set of stairs i guess and and uh is the longest stair set in the world and nobody ever tried even tried to hit it before and uh and he just said fuck it and tried and, and failed but like uh it didn't get done until 13 years later but but uh the person that did it and the people that have done it since have said like nobody would have tried that if if he hadn't if he hadn't tried it and and or like it still wouldn't be done if he hadn't tried it so even though he failed uh at at, uh at you know this set of steps and that might be trivial to some people but it's obviously big to them um you know nobody else would have done it (coughs) if uh if somebody didn't try to take their plane to space then maybe nobody would have built a spaceship or uh maybe maybe nobody would have had the idea to build space shuttles and and those types of things so um and yeah, it seems unreasonable to to try and jump twenty five stairs on a uh, like a piece of board and wheels, <laughs> but uh, but put people are doing it, and and hey, they're they're uh, making great fun livings for themselves doing it. So so who's to say any different? Um, I saw a lecture with uh, I watched a lecture with Steven Pinker, who is a, a cognitive psychologist and an author. He um, he was talking about progress and uh he made an interesting uh a couple interesting things actually he said uh, it's been said so this wasn't his quote but it's been said that science makes progress funeral by funeral 
and uh and what he meant by that was that it uh was that like you know every time you get a generation that that dies that's when when progress happens because it's actually uh the generation before that is holding progress back and so as soon as it uh, as soon as it passes away it it uh it can move forward and uh and i thought that that was kind of a a funny sort of morbid quote but um you know he he kind of came to a conclusion or an, a a conclusive question of is progress inevitable <coughs> and and he argued no that there are are problems that get created by by new solutions like uh something like well solar energy is great but then you have to mine for lithium batteries and stuff like that and that's no uh better or worse than than oil or diamonds or anything like that and um uh and he also argued that there are nasty surprises along the way like uh you know world wars and and those types of things and um i don't know like i would argue that those are part of progress in a weird way uh I mean, they're all part of like the lessons we learn as we go forward. I mean, as as gross as it is, there there are, there are like scientific things that were done during Nazi Germany that were ultimately kind of useful, as gross as their methods were. And so, um, as far as technological progress, as far as even even sociological progress, because something like again like World War Two happens and Nazi Germany happens, like we look ba- we can look back on those things and go like oh fuck like let's not let that happen again um and and again that's part of progress and that's kind of part of the, the it goes back to the science makes progress funeral by funeral and pinker argued that that uh social progress is is the same way <coughs> and in a weird way isn't like isn't humanity's like whole purpose to uh to like adapt the world to to itself like we uh that is like what we do that is how we survive we adapt our environments um but uh you know that like even the beginning of this quote suggests that you know that the reasonable person just you know isn't looking for for different ways to do that i guess uh, i guess maybe like it could come down to like what you consider progress and like let's talk about what uh what progress actually means i mean prog like in my opinion progress is is you know just overall um qual like increases in quality of life of, of of for everybody and and however we can do that uh and who however those kind of uh advances end up happening to me is progress so while something like world war ii um is terrible in many ways the outcomes of them uh and even like the the engine of war and the technological progress that is made during it and then uh at least in in north america all those people coming home from war and uh and you know going to school and and getting educated uh and the government helping them out in that way and and all the women that had been working at at home while the men were all all off at war and and you know they wanted to continue working when they came back and so you get you get feminist revolutions and you get uh and then you know cold war starts happening and and that's obviously you know it's not good to be under the threat of nuclear war uh but uh but as far as you know the 
progress technologically that was made and ideologically because you know we went through you know whole political systems that we got to see happen in action and now we have um reference to look at and it's and i mean those aren't perfect examples of those things like like soviet communism is not like it didn't become what uh (laughs) theoretical communism is obviously um and and it ended up collapsing just like you know um capitalism has not become you know what it theoretically was supposed to be and we're kind of seeing it in my opinion sort of crumble away right now and we're you know we're meeting somewhere in the middle and we had to have those things happen to uh to learn the lessons from them otherwise i mean they would have happened anyways just later right because we would like inevitable like in my opinion it is inevitable in my opinion like progress uh because everything is going to get tried I kind of have this idea that as soon as something is done, as soon as something is made, it can't be undone or unmade. Like, people have seen it. People will try it. People will replicate it. People will... (coughs) People will... um, uh, Yeah, people have seen it. People will try it. People will want to replicate it. People will want to improve on it. uh, Whatever it is. Like, And and I, I firmly believe that we'll really quickly get to the point where uh, if somebody gets the proper material like uranium in their hands uh they could build like a bomb in their basement like why not um those instructions will be like just like posted online or something crazy like that like uh something like 3d printing comes along which is like an incredible thing like it's incredible they uh they wirelessly transmitted a, a, a physical object to the space station they emailed a file uh to the space station uh that they downloaded and used to 3d print like a drill bit that they needed for their uh to fix something on the space station like that is like (laughs) teleportation of solid you know inanimate objects but like you know we're getting we're getting there and so somebody looks at that and says something the unreasonable man or whatever the unreasonable person looks at that and goes like hmm can we do that with living things? And, uh, you know, the experiments <laughs> involved in that are, are like, are probably ethically questionable at best. Um, but people are going to do it. Like, somebody's going to try it. And, um, <laughs> you know, I just, I'm, I'm interested to see what happens when people start trying stuff like that, uh, you know, along the same lines as 3D printing. One of the, like, one of the ma- first things that gets done with 3D printing is somebody tries to uh, design a gun with it and does. And um, it, you know, that, like, the ethics involved in something like that, the moral dilemma, you know, it's it's not just personal. It's, like, total, it, it's, like, a total social shift when somebody can print their own handheld weapon like that in their house. Like, uh, these types of, you know, little things uh, are are kind of going unnoticed as like, uh, you know, hmm, interesting, potentially dangerous pockets of progress, um, because people are getting, you know, more and more able to just produce themselves to just you know do anything themselves to make a movie themselves to you know put their put their music online themselves to build something themselves to get instructions for pretty much anything 
uh, you know, it's it's all there. You just have to have the materials and the time and, and energy to want to do something. And so um, most people want to do interesting and and uh, and cool things, and some people want to do really bad and dangerous things. So, uh, but again, like I really think that that is all part of progress. Not, uh, you know, long term progress. Not, not. Uh, uh, immediate progress. Like even somebody like Donald Trump, I consider part of progress just because um, it, it, it was like kind of an inevitability when you look at, at how uh, the, uh, you know, the tensions that were growing in the U.S. and how their political system is structured. Like it was inevitable that, that this type of you know, extreme versus extreme issue would come up. And um, it has to like those types of tensions like they have to be released somehow whether it's through actual you know democratic and legislative change that can relieve them somehow uh, which is rare like it's honestly rare or you know through through violent eruptions and through protest votes and those types of things um and uh and uh yeah i mean we'll see what happens in the next year with that guy but uh, again, like because of him, he he's happened now. Like this thing has happened, and and like it can't unhappen. And so we can look back at this in history now. Go like, wait, is this happening again? Well, how did we let this happen before, and uh, and what led to it? Like, how can we prevent it from happening again? Uh, it, it, we have to kind of fuck up <laughs> in order to to uh to make progress uh the i always wonder about like poison berries and stuff like that when i'm walking through the forest and i'm like you know like or not even froze or poison berries like um blackberries like uh, outside my house there's a bunch of blackberry bushes i go in and eat them sometimes and i'm like you know i wonder who's the first person that looked at this and was like hmm i'm gonna eat that and it's gonna be good or it's gonna kill me and how we figured out that some of uh, that some berries are poisonous and some are delicious is because some people died after they ate them <laughs> because they were just like hmm, bright berry mm, oh i'm dead like as sad as that is that's part of progress because everybody else learns from it and uh so even in that way the the progress does depend on the unreasonable man because the unreasonable man <laughs> randomly took a berry off a bush and and ate it and uh and whether that was good progress in going, oh, this uh, berry is delicious and nutritious and we should eat it for the rest of time. Or, you know, a bad outcome, you know, he dies because he got sick from this berry. Then that is still good progress for everybody because everybody goes yes or no to that berry. Um, yeah, the un so the unreasonable man strikes again. He might be dead, but but we're all better for it. Uh, so, I mean, maybe the outcome isn't always good for the, the unreasonable man that is venturing across the ocean, looking at the ocean and going, hmm, I'm, I'm just going to go out. I'm just going to sail a boat that way. And their friend's like, what? Like, I'm just, I'm going to see if, if it ends. And like, <laughs> friends being like, dude. It ends. You like you fall off the edge. You you're just gonna go fall off the edge. Like no, I don't think, 
I don't think you fall off the edge. I'm just going to go. Like, that guy was a crazy asshole. <laughs> uh, but, you know, and and a lot of people died doing stuff like that. But, uh, but it's how we map the world. And a lot of people died trying to go to space. But, you know, it's how we got up there. It's how we put satellites up there. It's how we got, you know, mass communication and stuff like that. And so... Um, yeah, maybe we'll leave it there for today. Uh, that was, uh, that was the, a little chat on progress. Um, and, uh, and the quote is from George Bernard Shaw. The reasonable man adapts himself to the world. The unreasonable one persists in trying to adapt the world to himself. Therefore, all progress depends on the unreasonable man. Um, again, George Bernard Shaw, Irish Nobel Prize winning playwright. Uh, we are that uh, a quote. It's another one that you know it uses man in place of people. I tried to to PC it up, but uh, they uh, it, it it just took the you know the like the I don't know the gravitas away from it. I guess if that's a, an interesting way to put it. I don't know. Again, I try to to shape them up to to change it to, to like men to people when it when it's appropriate, but doesn't work this one. So. Uh, yeah, that is George Bernard Shaw, and uh, we are sponsored today by the Einstein Box. Uh, been told to think outside the box? Uh, place the Einstein Box anywhere in your home, and you'll always be thinking outside the box. Uh, that is a empty cardboard box that goes in your house, and I believe they sell for fifty nine ninety nine. Uh, what's that? Oh, three payments of fifty nine ninety nine. Okay. Uh, yeah. Well. That's the Einstein box. Uh, and, uh, yeah, so you are here. Uh, this was Friday, so we are done with the quote of the day. We'll be back again on Monday. Uh, but uh, the the big slack line will be will be posted again uh, Sunday with Jay Wow and the boss. You are listening to the boss right now. Thanks again to Crooked Spies for providing some tunes. And we are out. Everybody have a uh, great weekend, and we'll see you on Monday. Yeah.